Welcome to Social Minute, the podcast that looks at the social network minute by minute. Today we are going to be covering minute number 74, which goes from 1 hour 13 to 1 hour 13.59 on the clock. We start with Mark finishing his thought about torturing animals and that it is bad for business. Um, it's interesting that in this particular shot, um, in this scene, I didn't mention it yesterday, but Mark is wearing a like t-shirt that has PE on it. Um, so I, I mean, I'm guessing Harvard has like a, I don't know, a kind of mandatory PE class that you've got to take. So and it that, I, seems it's like... funny you say that. I apologize for bumping in before you before no you problem. actually uh, introduce me. Um, I thought that was super interesting because like I was trying to figure out what that is because I'm I like clothes. Uh, I'm a big fan of Perry Ellis, which is what I associate yeah. PE with in terms of shirts. But it doesn't look like a Perry Ellis logo that I'm familiar with. But. No, I think it's just like a phys ed shirt. Maybe they've got, I don't know, maybe Harvard undergrads have got to do like a, you know, a, a, just a, a, a maybe a PE 101 just to kind of qualify for stuff. Just like, as we'll find out in this minute and the next minute, Mark is doing an art history class right. for some reason. Um, and I'm guessing that's probably because it's just one of the courses you have to do at Harvard to kind of, you know, get some points or whatever or earn some credits or I don't know the lingo. I didn't go to Harvard. <laughs> Um, I'm sure they've. I'm sure they've got special words for it because all of the Ivies do. And we finish the minute with uh, Dustin Moskovitz counting 988. Well, kind of around there because after that, you know, um, obviously, Eduardo was talking about how he'll have to explain this kind of chicken torture to his father. Um, and the minute cuts him off, um, you know, mid-sentence. And joining me to talk about today, you've already heard him, it's David Kincannon. Hello, David. Thank you for having me. And in between we have these, I don't know, again, the, the kind of the editing is, is so kind of masterful as we bounce backwards and forwards between the conversation that is taking place between Mark and Eduardo in the past and Eduardo being grilled about it in the present. Um, and so we kind of we kind of talk about how um, you know, it's probably the fact that Mark is saying this is probably bad for business is like the way he's saying it is kind of funny. Like he doesn't really care. Like right. he, he doesn't care if it's bad for business. Like he that, he's just joking around with Eduardo because he knows what Eduardo is like. He knows that Eduardo's a little neurotic. He knows that he can kind of tease him a bit. Um, and of course, you know, this is where Eduardo in the present day kind of more seriously says, "I do not touch it. I did not touch the." chicken i don't touch a quick chickens and he's like are you crazy and of course i you know again jumping in front of mark a little bit is like you know settle down please you know i have the article from the crimson and then we kind of jump straight back and it's like you know mark being like this is scathing and <laughs> eduardo explains um and the direction in the script is trying to be calm which i kind of like because that is a that is a really good accurate explanation of what have how andrew garfield is playing it where he says you know he was in the kirkland dining hall and he had to you know he had to have the chicken with him at all times because he had to have the chicken with him at all times and he's like you know this was college um and then of course in the past mark is like someone's gonna have to answer for this and i kind of love i love how mark is teasing eduardo but in the present you know eduardo is being very calm and he's saying you know i had to um, you know, I, I had to, I had to feed my chicken. And so I fed him little pieces of chicken. Um, and he's like, you know, someone must have seen something because the next thing I knew I was being accused right. of forced cannibalism. Again, this article in the, in the Crimson does not exist. So nobody ever accused him of that. Um, like we said yesterday, the more serious charge was that they were torturing chickens as part of a hazing. So, you know, um, of course, this is where Eduardo then says that, you know, he, um, he dealt with the various animals rights groups, you know, he dealt with the associate dean, and he, caused, he says this was all resolved. Now, the funny thing is, down the other end of the table, 
Um, Marilyn, uh, as played by Rashida Jones, uh, attempts to not laugh, and they, <laughs> they kind of cut to this angle so you can see her kind of laughing a little bit at this whole story. Um, and I think that's kind of a better representation of what's actually happening here, which is right. obviously Mark. I mean, he, you know, Sai uh, jumps in front and says, you know, our associate, you know, we've got people who can find this kind of stuff out. But it's obvious that Mark fed him this and is probably just doing it, you know, as he did in the past, just to kind of torture Eduardo a little bit and kind of make fun of him. Right. Um, you know, and he kind of knows that this is a thing that it, back in the day, you know, three or four years ago, kind of wound Eduardo up and he's just having the fun of doing it again. Um, and, you know, obviously this is where he's like, you know, someone from the pork or the fly must have reported it. And then he's like, for all I know, it was the Winklevosses, which, of course, reveals in this particular timeline that this is after the cease and desist letter. So right. we kind of know where we are. Mark is like, let's just forget about it. And Eduardo's like, I'm being accused of animal cruelty. It's better to be accused of necrophilia. And then that's where Mark kind of says it is better to be accused of necrophilia. And Eduardo cuts him off and says, I'm going to have to explain this to my father. And that's where the minute ends. Right. Um, you know, like I said, in the background, Dustin has counted 988. <laughs> Again, like this is, I mean, the kind of cutting backwards and forwards is kind of masterful. Like you never get lost as to where you are. Right. And, and, you know, you kind of, you have, again, you have the two different versions of Mark Zuckerberg. You have the Mark Zuckerberg who's been playful in the past and the Mark Zuckerberg in the present who's, you know, kind of keeping a straight face and just, you know, probably being very amused at his lawyer being able to kind of, you know, take a shot at Eduardo like this. But he's, he's not laughing, you know, he's just kind of keeping a very straight face and, you know, Eduardo is kind of on the verge in the pre- in kind of both in the present and the past on the in the verge of, of kind of breaking a little bit, um, and it's it's kind of funny that Mark was just like, yeah, let's just like it's almost like he's saying to his lawyers, let's just mess with Eduardo for like right. five minutes. Uh, I think it's I think it's it's funny that uh, when Eduardo says to Sai, I don't torture chickens. Are you crazy? He actually answers that question as if it were an actual question and not just like a an. An abrupt, you know, like an exclamation of how put off he is, um, and then and then settle down, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I mean, the funny thing is, you know, like uh, I, I said before, you know, the actors playing the lawyers are all really good at kind of, yeah. um, you know, being as loyally as they possibly can. So I do, I do kind of like how Sai is very dismissive, and he's just like, settle down, like. You know, again, we have to kind of remember that these are people kind of in their early 20s, you know, mm-hmm. um, and these lawyers are definitely not in their early 20s. <laughs> and they're they're probably, you know, they're happy to take the money. But at the same time, at certain points, it can feel a little bit absurd what's happening here. Um, so it's just kind of fun to uh, to kind of see that. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, like the whole explanation of the chicken thing, you know, kind of carrying a chicken around again, it's, it seems like a dumb thing that people did at college, but I, I can understand why Eduardo would just be like, well, my chicken's hungry. I've got nothing near me that I can feed him apart from the chicken that's on my table. Right. I don't, I don't have any feed with me. Yeah. So it's like, I'll just, at the same time though, I would expect, uh, you know, that if you're, ex- if you're kind of carrying a chicken around and you're expected to kind of care for that chicken, you would at least carry like a small bag of feed around just to kind of, you know, um, make sure it doesn't start pecking you or something. Like, just give it something <laughs> to kind of, like, even just for defense. Like, don't don't right. just carry a chicken around like in a confined thing. Just, uh, you know, I, I don't know. It just it feels like it's not th- th- completely thought through. But at the same time, um, as I said yesterday, it feels like a little bit of a diversion. Um, you know, that kind of, we've already kind of seen that Facebook is successful and all this kind of stuff. It feels weird for us to jump back to, uh, again, it, like if you're, when I remember, like, I mean, whenever I rewatch this film, this is kind of around the time where I'm like, 
what? Okay, I get it. You know, like him and Eduardo stop being friends. Right. You know, like this whole chicken <laughs> thing doesn't really help me out that much. Um, you know, it's a nice way for Sorkin to kind of, like we said, bring back another metaphor in a little bit. But it's like, just kind of, you know, get to the get to the point. Let's let's see, you know, why why this lawsuit's taking place. You know, to kind of red herring us with this five minutes of chicken talk just feels a little bit kind of weird. Um, you know, um, but at the you know at the same time, it's it's weird that Eduardo says Winklevosses, like because he hasn't really mentioned them and he hasn't really talked about them since the cease and desist letter. Right. Like they haven't really figured in Eduardo's worldview. You know, he only really meets them in their deposition um, earlier in the film. So it, I, it's kind of odd to just hear him talk about them in this way. You know, like um, although he does say, for all I know, it was the Winklevosses, uh, but again, that doesn't like. You know, would the Winklevosses really be that concerned about Eduardo? You know, they've never really met him. You know, they have no motivation for kind of planting this type of right. story. Well, um, and again, it seems fairly factual. He had to carry right. a chicken around. That that whole yeah. the whole line of did somebody you know like could somebody you know one of the other final clubs or the Winklevosses seems interesting to me because there has been nothing to this point that I can remember that gives us any kind of um, inclination that the final clubs are, like, competitive with each other? I mean, I guess maybe if people are being hazed, there might be a bit okay, of competition maybe. between the clubs. But, like you say, it doesn't feel like... This isn't, this isn't like, you know... Um, uh, let me see. Uh, I'm going to go with the House Bunny, uh, where you have, like, rival sororities trying to guarantee their survival right. on campus. And so there's competitions and there's parties and there's, you know, people making attacks and then, you know, doing a retaliation. Like, that doesn't seem like something that happens between the finals clubs. It seems like the finals clubs are just genteel and then you just join, you get to join one or you don't. Right. And that's it. Like, you know, if you join one, it doesn't mean that you can't join another. If you like, I don't know what the rules are, but it seems like once people get punched, that's it. You just have to go through the hazing process right. and then you're in. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not like you, ha you know, you ha don't have to steal the other one's mascot or whatever. Like that doesn't seem like a thing that happens between the finals clubs. That's more of a kind of frat thing. That's, and that's, yeah, that's kind of how I thought of it. It's, it seemed weird that we're positioning. I mean, I, I guess, I mean, they haze people the same way that frats do and so it's maybe it's a, a little more similar than i was giving it credit for being but yeah but i mean there's nothing else in the film that indicates this but at the same time right. this is this is not like a snobs and slobs kind of college comedy so so sure you know why would we ever have evidence of that uh but like again like planting things in the crimson again like the when we saw the winklevosses deciding their action to take against mark one of them very clearly said, you don't fight, don't start a fight in the Crimson. So right. if they were going to do something, it doesn't feel like, you know, they're gentlemen of Harvard. They would not start a fight in the Crimson. So it doesn't feel like they would plant an article about Eduardo Saverin. Um, it doesn't even seem like they would really care about Eduardo Saverin, to be honest with you. So, you know, again, that, that just seems like Eduardo kind of grasping at straws there. Um, Eduardo's you know, not and, thinking about how it's going to look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, he's, but at the, at the same time, like you say, we haven't seen this kind of rivalry, so it, it rings right. a little hollow. Right. Also, like I said previously, this, this feels like a small diversion, you know, as if you're meant to think that, you know, Eduardo and Mark fell out because of an article about him torturing a chicken. Sure. And that's not true, so it just seems like a weird thing for them to throw in here. But like I said, tomorrow we'll kind of get the payoff as to why this scene is here. Yep. Um, you know, there's a couple of, um, there's a couple of oops moments, and then, you know, we kind of, 
uh, you know, we kind of get to the point of why we've taken this mild diversion. Um, so do you feel like there's anything else to say about this minute in particular? Nope, I don't think so. Well, then let's transition to the Thursday question, which is, um, what is your favorite social network? Or should I phrase it, what social network do you tolerate? <laughs> I am actually a Twitter person. Uh, I enjoy Twitter actually quite a bit. Um, I know the running joke is that Twitter is a terrible website that people hate. Um, and I get it uh, because it is a lot of people yelling at each other. Um, and it's if you... I think if you use Twitter in a specific way, um, it can be a really great resource, especially for certain fandoms. Um, I, I'm a big, I'm a big user of wrestling Twitter, but only certain parts of wrestling Twitter. There are like certain, you know, I've, I've, I think I've done a good job of curating my timeline to where I know what the people that I'm following are going to put out there. I know who they are apt to retweet. Um, and I don't really worry about the idea of a Twitter echo chamber because it's my space and the, no pun intended. It's what I want it to be. And that's, that's what it should be. I feel like, I mean, I, th- I think some people kind of criticize other people for like, um, you know, like you say, kind of curating your feed. Um, but you know, if you, if you want to make any social media kind of tolerable, you really do have to kind of curate your feed to the point where you end up with a, right. you know, a pleasant experience. Um, you know, more recently I have been on TikTok and pretty much any video with a cat in I like, and now my feed is nothing but videos of cats and kittens. Sure. Uh, in particular, in particular, at this particular moment, it seems really much like kitten season. Like every kind of cat seems to be having kittens. So who wouldn't want to look at many, many videos of just litters of kittens Absolutely. just playing and sleeping and there's nothing better than like six kittens feeding off a queen, you know, <laughs> like everyone loves that. And, yeah. you know, if, if people are going to complain about me curating my TikTok feed into just videos of kittens, then I don't want I don't care what that person thinks about me. Sure. So. Sure. I mean, and I've made I've made some really good friendships on uh, on Twitter um, that have carried that have actually carried into the real world. I've actually gotten to sit down and break bread with a few people that I've met over Twitter. And, you know, I I like it. I've been on there for almost 10 years at this point and. I enjoy it. Well, I think that's I think that's the thing as well is you know um, I, I think once you once you turn kind of like online experiences into real life, um, you know, meeting people IRL as I believe they used to say many many years <laughs> ago on I don't know Geo Cities or whatever. Um, you know, once you've done that, I think it kind of makes your your kind of you know your online experience a little bit more right. real. Um, and you know, for all the kind of accusations of like, you know, internet friends aren't real friends. I think, you know, I would say there's a number of people I've met via the internet who I would count as, uh, you know, as real a friend as anybody that, you know, I went to school with or worked with or, you know, are related to, uh, let's put it like that. Sometimes I certainly put it above (laughs) at least two of those categories. So, um, is there anything then that you would like to plug? Uh, Uh, you know what? Let's just let's just put my Twitter out there. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at dwkii. There are a couple other social media pe- places that you can find me under that same that same username. Uh, but yeah, so so you, you can you can tell you got in early on Twitter because you have a handle with only five letters in, right? Uh, yeah, I think these days you can't even make a handle with less than six <laughs> letters. So. You know, you got in early. And as you mentioned, MySpace in passing, you can find us on MySpace at myspace.com slash the social minute, on Twitter at social underscore minute, and on Facebook at social minute podcast. Uh, thanks once more for being my guest here today, David. Thank you, Darren. Appreciate it. And I'll see you tomorrow.